Welcome back to She Raves Dogs. The podcast. I'm Michaela, And I'm Matt. And today we have a guest, Ellie Schnitt. What's up, guys? So happy to be here. We're so excited to have Ellie on the podcast this week. She's my best friend and has been for a long time. So it's so wonderful to have her here. Shut up, Matt. Like, it he's making hurts. a face it at me. It just hurts hearing you <laughs> say that. So today we're going to do some catch-up, Tinder Bio Tuesday. Uh, we have um, some wonderful questions from listeners for us and Ellie. And then we're going to play Too Much or Power Move, which is the game where you guys submit the craziest thing you've ever done. And we decide if we fuck with it or if it's a little too much. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. This week on our catching up notes, Matt like had <laughs> he had a lot of things, and I was like, we can't do that much catching up because we have a guest this week, so like we need to just get into the topic. But he's told me that he wanted to tell a shit story, and I was like, okay, it's either the shit story or what you wrote down, the sexy shower story. Mm-hmm. And then he told me they're actually the same story. They are the so, same story. So I was, I'm, I'm ready to hear how these two things are the same story. All right. I so, don't know if I want to hear. No, nobody does. But. But I'm going to tell it anyways. So this weekend, Mullet Man came up. So he, we went to the beach and then he came over. He went to shower. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to be spontaneous. I'm going to just like do something crazy. Oh, no. so, I think I know. <laughs> so, he was running the shower to hide the sound. Yes. Okay. He was in the, sh- I heard the shower turn on. So I was like, I took off my clothes. I was like, here we go. I opened the door. I'm like looking down like, ooh, I'm so mysterious. And then I look up and he's just like shitting, shitting so hard. And I like I got nervous. I was carrying my swim trunks for some reason. So I, I didn't know what to do. You kept walking in. I kept in? walking in. And I, I hung up my swim trunks on like my shower door. And he's like, can you get out? And I was like, yeah, no, no, I'm leaving. <laughs> I walk out and I'm like, well, I need my robe, which hangs on the door to go into the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So I open the door no! and I just like reach my arm again? in there. So I'm like, again. And I'm like fumbling around because I don't want to like put my face in there. So my arm's just like on the back of the door reaching for this robe. I can't get it. But after like a minute, I finally get it. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm broken. And so then I'm like, okay, I'm leaving. And I leave with the robe, close the door. The robe gets stuck in the door. So I have to open it again. That, yeah. Okay. So that this is so, that's like a normal thing. People will like run the water if they're like in an enclosed space with somebody and they don't like, they really have to go. It's like a normal thing. I, I do that. I he know. He should have locked the door in yes, your defense. His fault. Like that's usually if you have the door unlocked, maybe it's a shower it's thing. It's an invite. If it's locked, don't come in. I was trying to be so <laughs> sexy and it. <laughs> it did not work for me. <laughs> but that's his fault because pooping yeah. is the least sexy thing I think that you can do. It is. So mm-hmm. I don't know. But it's not my fault. But we all did watch The Bachelorette yesterday. Yes, we did. And that was good. I have just one quick question for Ellie because I need to know, do you think Tyler C. did something wrong? He's the guy that uh, tried to snitch on the guy. He didn't snitch, though. That's <laughs> but the he thing. did, though. But he <laughs> no, did, though. No. He brought it up to the guy. Okay, here's the thing. If a girl, like, DM'd a guy that's going to be on the show being like, hey, one of the other contestants has been, like, sending me all these messages and other girls, like, just take a look. I, it makes sense to me that he would bring it up to the guy and be like, do you have weird intentions? Like, why are you even on the show? It seems I, like you're I still in your slut. I respect that he brought it up to the guy. Like, I respect yeah. that. But I, I just feel like it became something. It didn't have to become mm-hmm. because the other guy kind of didn't do anything. He but just Yosef, sent some DMs, you know? But he's, the one, but he's the one who brought it up to... Yeah, exactly. Her. But, like, he wouldn't have brought it up if the other guy hadn't been like, I'm going to make a big thing of this. Like, he told all the other guys. He, t- mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he made it into what it was. Yeah. It just didn't yeah. happen. I just feel like that's kind of what I would do. Everyone always says, like, 
they handle it wrong if they take it to the bachelorette and they don't bring it up right to the person and I feel like he actually did that and also like if I was in that situation and whatever like I don't know I wouldn't want to be with a guy who was just DMing a bunch of girls while they were waiting to be on my season of The Bachelorette. That just sounds you like... You haven't met yet. Like, I just feel like anything I... that happens before, unless you're, like, cheating on your girlfriend or something, or, like, yeah. who was it from last season, Victoria, who, like, homewrecked a bunch or whatever? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Other but than I think... that, it's like, it, I didn't know you. I also you know? don't believe that Yo was like, I don't believe him. I don't trust him at all because he's like, I don't remember messaging anything. Like he was like denying it instead of like yeah. telling the truth. Being like, yeah, so yeah I feel- some DMs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I see both sides. Like I see that it maybe isn't like what he did isn't a big deal, but I also don't think Tyler C like handled it wrong. I think he brought it up to him and was like, does this mean anything? Like, mm-hmm. do you have bad intentions? Like I if got messages about you. he had only brought it up to Yosef, fine but he didn't he told all the other guys he was like i have tea you know mm. that's where he went wrong maybe yeah i don't know i don't know that's probably what i would do too though because i'm a gossip and i like to talk <laughs> it's hard to say um did we have anything else to catch up about this week oh right matt is a gay white misogynist i am oh I'm my so god sorry and yeah. you know we don't really have no, I, I we looked her up and she, she was like the youngest person to ever win a Tony. She won or a something. Tony Award. Yeah, she was in uh, the Secret Garden. I've known that. You know who she is? Oh, that's so weird. I knew also, who she this was. Tw- the tweet she was responding to was from eight months ago or something mm-hmm. like that, and now it's like getting a bunch of the sedate getting, babies tweet. Yeah, just for context, babies everybody. Tweet. Yeah, um, it's so funny too because I agree with you. They should. Yeah, be thank you. I feel <laughs> right. like it would help and everyone out. And we said out. on a previous episode, or will be sedated. Yes. They don't care. Just someone gets sedated. Mm-hmm. Now everybody's getting mad at me and attacking me and calling me a white gay misogynist. First mm-hmm. of all, I'm not even gay, so that hurts. <laughs> everything else. <laughs> everything else. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> kind of true, but the rest. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we have Tinder Bio Tuesday. I'm excited for this week's Tinder Bio Tuesday. My guy's good. Matt has two. So what do you have for us? All right. So for the first Tinder Bio Tuesday of the week, we have Tony. Okay, Tony. Okay. So Tony is 27 years old. He said, want to get pregnant by me? I'm loving, charming, affectionate. I am a professional spiritual medium. Get to know me. I'm very talkative. Love to explore too. Wouldn't mind getting you pregnant if we match maybe right away. And then it's like a devil emoji, a pregnant lady emoji, and then a smile. <laughs> a pregnant lady emoji? Yeah. That's a ride. <laughs> so he wants to ride. be a dad. So he's, okay. He's looking to be a father. Here's the thing. I think he is making his intentions clear. Uh-huh. <laughs> It, the way he went about it was a little weird to yeah, me. Yeah, the pregnant woman emoji is a weird. <laughs> Too far. I was almost like, does he have a fetish? Like, is this a weird... And also, is he going to stick around after he, like, impregnates them? Or is yeah. he just, like, going to leave? He doesn't say, I want to be a father. He yeah. says, I want to impregnate That's somebody. That's true. Okay, I'm going to give it a negative one out of ten. You would also think that a psychic wouldn't have to use dating apps. He would just know who the love of his life was. He would know. Automatically. <laughs> yeah. He would just buy a plane ticket So he's not even a good go psychic. Okay, so I'm going to give him a negative seven just because I don't um, <laughs> think he's very good at his job. Because he's not good at his no, job. No, he's not good at his Allie, job. Ali, what would you As think? As a mm-hmm. Um, You know what? Does it have to be negative? Can I give him a, a positive? Because no, I like his honesty. No positive. Okay. I'm going to give him a three because I liked how straightforward he was. He wants to get you pregnant and he's a psychic. Okay. Okay. Mine is a roller coaster, so buckle up, Aren't kids. Aren't they all? His name is Nice Guy Simulator. His work is is Jedi Knight at the Jedi Council. His school is Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. So he's got... Mixing fandoms. And then, here's the bio. 
Hello, future girlfriend candidates. I'm a nice guy looking for a good girl. A lot of girls have put me in the friend zone in the past, and I won't stand it for any longer. I'm the perfect guy, and girls don't give me a chance just because I'm not a meathead. I have an extremely <laughs> high IQ, so be ready to hold your own in some intense philosophical discussions. <laughs> There's a little more. I will take you under my cloak and protect you. If anyone messes with you, the monster inside of me will burst out and it will get messy. And then it's got like that happy devil emoji. You know what I'm saying? The purple one. Ooh, they're like, I'm so bad. You know, like that one. <laughs> so at first I was like, okay, this guy, he likes, you know, to watch movies. And mm. then I was like, oh, he's a role player. Like he LARPs because he's like, I've got a cloak. I'll take you under it. Uh -huh. Like I've got a monster inside of me. He plays Dungeons of Dragons for sure. Maybe something like that. Uh -huh. He's not a meathead though. I don't even need to see a picture of this guy. Like right. I know what he looks like okay. from the <laughs> bio and everything. <laughs> um, I don't have a problem with his hobbies. I just don't like that he thinks he's a nice guy because he's obviously not. Yeah, and also when he's like, and I won't stand for it any longer. It's like, what do you mean? What are you going to do about it? <laughs> like, you be mad. I'm happen? just picturing this guy like throwing <laughs> a cloak over a girl and like freaking out about it and like <laughs> believing that she's actually invisible. <laughs> um. Yeah, so for his high IQ and his philosophical discussions, maybe he'll get a couple points. I'm going to give him a negative four. Negative four. Okay, yeah. I'll give him a negative two. Okay, because you think it may be fun to be around? Yeah, okay. like he, you never know what's coming next. Right. You'd get some good stories out of this man. Yeah. He's going to get a negative 3.7. I don't want to give him a full four, but he's not a, he's not a three. You know. <laughs> it's our first decimal ever, but we're so close. That's wonderful. Okay, our last Tinder bio of the week. Who do we have, Matthew? This week we have Jacob. He's a snowboarding instructor. So his bio is, fuck, I love porn. Can you cook me dinner? Are you a fart because you blow me away? 10 out of 10 would not do this again. Chill, it's just a game. Pornhub and chill, question mark, question mark, question mark. He then leaves a Snapchat. Then he says, the last picture is me on the toilet. And the picture is him <laughs> on the toilet. You did say you would tell I us. I would tell you, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. He's not real. That guy's not real. Oh, he's real. He didn't write that it. seriously. <laughs> I Ellie, like you have did. too much faith. <laughs> Wait, can I see it? Yeah. Oh, no, it is him on a toilet. Ellie, I don't want to see it. I don't, don't want to see it. I don't okay, want to see okay. it. Right, I would not like you. to see it. All right, so we saved the best for last, yes. the worst for last. I'm going to give him a negative seven. Negative seven? Mm -hmm. Okay, so he had really good thighs. I'm going to give him a five out of ten. <laughs> I hate it here. Uh, I got to go negative nine just because I hate I hated the fart line. I hated it <laughs> oh, so much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And that. like, I love it porn. Stuck with you me. cook me dinner. It started out. <laughs> porn hub and chill? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we tweeted yesterday, actually, that Ellie was going to be on the podcast today. And we got some great questions. People were very excited to hear from her again. You know, out loud. It's not like she's been like completely oh, off. Yeah. Well, no, you were. You were for a couple of weeks. You for were two offline. months totally but a couple weeks two months two yeah, months you were just offline yeah she mm -hmm. wasn't on t twitter the <laughs> other day i tried twitter. to like stay off twitter and i didn't make it like eight hours it's honestly so healthy i did it for a few days yeah. at one point when things were really rough uh -huh. and i was like oh my god this is improving my mental state a lot yeah but yeah it was one of those things where at first it was nice 
And then mm-hmm. it was like horrible. I missed it so much. And I was like, I have a problem. Like, I feel like I'm going through withdrawal. Like, I, yeah. I really need to stay off of this. <laughs> I remember I had to text you like updates when like, oh, Kanye is running for president now. Yeah. And stuff like that. <laughs> I missed or so like, much. Or like Smash Mouth made fun of Taylor Swift. Like, I had to give you all the important. After <laughs> like, your what break. What are the new memes? <laughs> After your break and when you got when you came back, do you feel like you are still as dependent on it? Not that you ever were super dependent on it. Don't you don't have to sugarcoat it, Matt. (laughs) So polite. Try to be nice. I still love it so much, but I do feel like I can go a little longer without obsessively Mm -hmm. checking it. It's something where I used to be like I had a problem. Like I would pick Mm -hmm. up my phone, open Twitter, scroll it, close it, and then just open it right up again in in, in a minute. I was like, maybe I missed something. And like, that's crazy. <laughs> crazy. That actually, it leads into our first question. So, <laughs> wow. It's like we did it on purpose almost. <laughs> Number one, what advice would you give to people on how to make genuine friendships with people on the interweb and make it last? I added this because, well, I'm friends with both of you kind of from the internet. Mm-hmm. But I think Ellie specifically is even more internet based because, mm-hmm. you know, we had to do a lot of upkeep from a distance. And we also had friends from the beginning that we fell out of touch with, but we stayed in touch with each other. So, yeah, I just want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like any friendship, though. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think there has to be a distinction. I think the reason that we stayed friends is because we like each other. There's yeah. plenty of people that you can become friends with, you're mutuals with, you're friendly with online. But I think the people that you're meant to be friends with, you're just going to be friends with. I'm also really bad at making internet friends. Like, I'm like not mm-hmm. good at it. I'm very awkward. I don't know how to reach out to people. I would say anyone that I follow that I actually follow, like, I love you. And mm-hmm. I want to be your friend. I just don't know how to be like, let's be friends. <laughs> Michaela's really well, you good did at that it. with me. Well, okay, I'll just say how like Ellie and I kind of became friends. Like, honestly, we just were interacting with each other's tweets. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is funny. And just replying to each other. And then finally, Ellie was drunk one night and DM'd me, I think. <laughs> so you had like the drunk confidence or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then we just really hit it off. And we actually had other friends at the time that like we were just as close with. But I think just mm-hmm. because Ellie and I specifically value the same things like loyalty and stuff like that we kind of just had a stronger bond and fell off with other people you know that makes sense but yeah um I guess as far as like how it worked for us replying to people that you think are funny yeah. shooting your shot like shooting your friendship shot and like I mean, you can slide into the DMs yeah. it happens no. a lot of the internet friends I've made I found like through groups on Twitter which mm-hmm. kind of helped me because it, it feels less like yeah. um awkward personal when in a big group. Intimate. yeah 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 I don't know if like not Twitter comedy people do the group chats as much I'm sure like you know <laughs> there are there are stan group chats yeah. and there's like different kinds of group chats but I remember one time I tweeted actually like if you've accidentally ever fucked a Republican and you need a support group <laughs> I'm making <laughs> a group chat you can have for anything. Yeah. <laughs> everyone was just like talking about their UTIs <laughs> but yeah so you know making group chats could be fun just because of like anything you find funny or you really care about I think that that's always a good starting point oh my god yeah yeah. that's the amazing thing about the internet there's someone out there who likes the same shit that you do you just have to shoot your shot yeah I think I've always kind of liked internet friendships as we know I played Minecraft when I was younger (laughs) and I loved playing like (laughs) Minecraft friends because it just felt like I 
no not anymore because they're like weirdos oh. but um when i was, when I was younger okay. it just, i think you are too still <laughs> but when i was younger i didn't love everyone in my high school so it's kind of fun to find people mm-hmm. on the internet where you're like oh like this isn't the same 800 people that i go to high school with that kind of suck like you know yeah that kind of thing so i definitely understand like wanting to meet people online and make those friendships i also feel like the online friendships what it's easier to talk about your life problems, at least for me, with people you meet online, just mm. because I feel like they don't yeah. maybe I don't know how to explain it. They don't know you as personally, so you don't feel as judged, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's always helped me. Yeah. It doesn't feel like as invasive yeah. maybe to talk about stuff with mm-hmm. someone that you met online. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much what we did. So and yeah. it worked really well. I have great <laughs> friends from the Internet, like Ellie and Sloan and I guess Matt. Matt? Like, half oh <laughs> well, yeah, but we were in the same place. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was, you were saying like I'm half a friend. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> Matt's OK. <laughs> um, our next question was, do you have any advice on how to stick with therapy and how to tell if a therapist is working for you? We got this question from a girl who said that she'd been to like four sessions and she didn't really feel like there Listen. had been a lot of progress. <laughs> Ma'am, sweetheart, honey, I have been in therapy for two years, okay? And there are still things that I'll say to my therapist and she'll be like, oh, I've known you for two years and you've never brought that up. Like <laughs> it takes time. It's not something that like in a month you're going to be like, I'm cured. Like that's mm-hmm. therapy is a lifelong thing. Like the mm-hmm. relationship that you have with your mental health is a lifelong thing. You have to stick it out and you also have to try. Like therapy is not just, I mean, there is a therapy to sitting and just talking about your feelings. Absolutely. That's good for you. But you have to be an active participant in your own mental health. You can't be like, a, a it's not a spectator sport. It's like mm-hmm. if your therapist is like, hey, we've noticed that you have this pattern and you do this thing. You can't just be like, uh, weird. Like you have to be like, all right, what can I actively do in my life to avoid making those same mistakes? What can I actively do to make myself feel better when I notice that I'm not feeling so good? So mm-hmm. four yeah. sessions, like, of course you don't feel anything. Yeah, and I, I will say like, not every therapist is great so there is something to like maybe it isn't the right therapist for you but also like you do have to make sure you are being fully honest and like you are Mm. putting your full self in Mm -hmm. it's so exhausting to start the process over with a new therapist too so I understand like the first sessions definitely aren't going to feel the best because you're kind of unloading like okay here's the full backstory so that you know what you're working with and like how (laughs) we're going to move forward from this and like starting that over sucks like I had an incredible therapist the first time I had therapy and I was so lucky and I didn't realize how lucky I was and then I tried a different one in Arizona and it just like wasn't going the same so you know if you really don't feel like it's a good fit for you there might be something to it but like you also do need to be like accountable to yourself and make sure that you're putting it in going off of that i've never done therapy which is my biggest problem besides like the ones that my parents forced me (laughs) well my parents forced me to do like anger management therapy when i was younger oh that's such a funny yeah i can i say what you did you can say yeah okay he painted a photo of himself shooting his dad and they found the photo I like it was like a very good painting and like very good painting and then my mom and dad saw and they're like oh fuck no and then i had to go to therapy but my question is 
I've never, so I've never like searched a therapist out on mm-hmm. my own. How do you go about doing that? What, what do you look for when looking for a oh, therapist? Oh, that's a good question. They do have specialties. When you're looking, um, there's a lot of websites for finding a psychologist or a therapist mm-hmm. and they'll be like, oh, specialty in depression, specialty in anxiety, specialty in family trauma or um, marital problems. You know, there's a lot of different kinds of therapy. Mm-hmm. And sort of just thinking like, oh, she works mainly with people who have this and I kind of have that. So this could be a good fit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if therapists have reviews, but I think probably. <laughs> like, on like there, there is ZocDoc reviews. There is Psychology Today. You can look there. I would honestly mm-hmm. start with something like ZocDoc because you can put your insurance in and find mm-hmm. someone that's in network because that's like oh, okay. the hardest part is trying yeah. to find someone that like is covered. But yeah, I would start there because um, it's expensive. Therapy is expensive. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that that covers that. I, and we definitely recommend therapy. I think all of us, well, besides oh, yeah, because he doesn't do it. But if you had more money, you probably would try yeah, it out. Exactly. <laughs> if you have. If I had any money, I would be in therapy right there, now. There are like apps that are like Sibley or something like that. Where yeah, you, you can, use like, that one a lot, person. you? Yeah. And if you make, if you can refer people, sometimes you get like a free couple weeks or mm-hmm. something like that. So you can try it out. I used to pay for like one of my high school friends therapy also mm-hmm. for, for that when I was in college <laughs> I'd also like send her money every week if she didn't do hard drugs I don't know what? if she was lying I don't know um it was a good relationship but uh, <laughs> I really, I really just wanted fun. her to get better <laughs> but uh, yeah um trying one of those to start can sometimes be helpful too because yeah. it's just someone to talk to Um, The next question I think is pretty topical to what a lot of people are experiencing right now. Um, And she was asking about getting over somebody in a small town where there aren't many options, even on Tinder. And also in quarantine when you can't do the usual things to move on and distract yourself. I think that's interesting because I haven't lived somewhere with a small population in so long. And I'd just be like, oh, my God, Tinder has so many people. But if you live in a town with, like, not many people... Mm Maybe t- like Tinder probably also wouldn't have a lot of people. Yeah, on it. <laughs> I feel like it's kind of like uh, like being in Greek life. Like Greek life was always such like a small world. You knew everybody, mm-hmm. and like if you mm-hmm. dated someone, to have to get over them when you knew you were going to see them at the bar and you knew you were oh, going to yeah. see them at the party, the pregame, the pool, wherever. Mm-hmm. Like that. I remember that being just like the worst, just so stressful. But I don't know. I would say getting over someone in quarantine is something that I used to talk about on the podcast all the time. The real answer is I don't I don't know. Like I'm so sorry for you. I kind of like uh oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying it sucks. It's like there's no, no there was when we were in real quarantine, like mm-hmm. lockdown, lockdown, oh, yeah. I would say March, yeah. April. I mean, I was not really getting over someone, but I had just ended things with someone. And like, if I actually cared about that person, I honestly don't know what I would have done in those months. Oh my God, I forgot about that. Man, I <laughs> there really are more characters that I like don't have at the top of my brain. For, like... I've had to like get over someone during quarantine, which yeah. kind of like helped me because normally if I like, when I get dumped, mm-hmm. I like go on this little <laughs> sex bender thing, but it, I couldn't like, do that because like we're in quarantine. Do. Yeah, so I had time to, like, focus on myself and not really worry about anybody else. That actually is a really good perspective because I think a lot of the time when I would give normal advice about getting over someone, I'd be like, you know, make sure you're not just distracting yourself with rebounds if Mm -hmm. that's not what works for you. And this is kind of forcing people to not do that, which might be good. Yeah. It is good. We always always say, like, 
try to find things you love doing you can take advantage of this time to like if you're in a career that's not what you love like make an etsy shop a ton of people are doing that if they're like they love art and you know they've never really given it a chance like try that out resin art so cool i want to try that by the way sometime i want to try it i think i think it's good (laughs) because you you have to force yourself to think about it you can't get over someone until you've actually understood oh my god it's over this is what happened and i think a lot of times with normal life with non-quarantine life we're just running around all the time. We're distracting ourselves. We go to work. We go to school. We do probably do drugs. We go to parties, whatever. <laughs> like we're not thinking about it the way that we should. But if you're mm-hmm. all you have to think about is the end of your relationship, I would bet you get over it faster than you yeah. would. That's a good, yeah. When I was getting over like my serious relationship, I remember there was this day that I made a list of all the songs that reminded me of him and forced myself to listen to to it like a bunch until it like didn't make me cry anymore. And that's kind of like what quarantine (laughs) is for people with memories. Like you're just forced (laughs) to relive the memories really fast. I don't know. Dude, that's yeah, interesting. For sure. Well, also, they're not doing shit. So, like, I'm someone who has to. I watch their stories. <laughs> oh yeah, all the time. They're not. They're not doing either, anything. So, so that's I don't have nice. to, like, They're not dating. Like, they're not moving they're, on. No, they're like being at just as bored as I am. They're not out having fun, so it works. And as far as being in a small town, like you know, maybe find someone on Twitter that works out for Make people a Twitter sometimes. Group message. Like, <laughs> you know, shoot your shot on someone's Instagram or Twitter DMs. Maybe find a tweet you find funny look at the likes see if anyone's attractive <laughs> in their little profile picture be like you oh and then start a little quarantine romance you can't meet up with anyone anyway so like you know you can facetime you can perfect oh, thank you always lovely i also have never lived in like a small town so i had no idea like how to answer that part of the question I only, yeah, only when I was in high school, but I just like jumped relationships when I had to get over someone. So I don't think that that was necessarily like any advice that I could I give. I was straight in high school. So there's, I have no advice for that. <laughs> well, I was a virgin in high school. So I. <laughs> we all have our <laughs> Matt was a camboy. I was playing Minecraft and doing musical theater. Ellie was doing musical theater. <laughs> And just not touching men. (laughs) Okay, this is a funny question. It was honestly a very long question, but at the end it was basically just saying, does having a sex dream about somebody mean anything? Or can I just breeze over it? And I said this to Ellie and she was like, I have a good story for this. So basically, okay, the girl had a sex dream, I think about her ex or something like that. Uh And she's like, does this mean anything? Should I try to sit with this and get past it? Or can that just happen and it doesn't mean anything at all? First of all, I don't have a mathematical answer whatever the fuck i don't know like i don't have the surefire oh my god solution but i have had sex dreams about the devil and here's the thing i've had sex dreams about satan it wasn't an animal form let me just be clear it was a human satan and he did magic tricks and he was very impressive (laughs) i told michaela because michaela i we got this thing yesterday and i was like yeah i've had sex dreams about exes and it doesn't mean anything she's like yeah i've had sex dreams about satan and i was like what (laughs) And then she said he was like a magician in her sex dream. I'm like, this is getting worse and worse. <laughs> he was like, he was like, stick with the same thing. Don't mention the magician. <laughs> yeah, don't say but anything. But not, not like card tricks. He was doing like, you know how God has power and he was just doing cool shit. Oh, and he was, was doing like Jesus magic tricks. Like walk exactly. on water shit. 
Exactly. Okay. I was like, oh my God, so cool. But, so he was Jesus and Satan. But I had a sex demon for a while and it was like, it was like experiences that I wasn't happy about in the morning. Like it, I felt violated when I woke up. Uh-huh. I wasn't happy. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Look, so, all like, of there- my sex dreams are about people I don't want to have sex with. I don't know why. <laughs> I wake up and I'm like, am I into that? Am I, am I into that? Like I had a sex dream about Elvis, but not when he was hot. Like when he got old and kind of fat. Like that was... I woke up and I was like, uh, why? <laughs> I think it's kind of like um, sex dreams are like drunk words. It's like technically you had the thought, but you don't mean it. It came from somewhere. It wasn't you. It, it was like some weird subconscious thing that you wouldn't say normally. But your brain was like, let's explore it. <laughs> I just want to make it clear to the listeners. I'm having normal sex dreams about like exes <laughs> and stuff. Not about like Elvis. Not about Satan. Like mine are normal. <laughs> Oh my God. I actually saw a tweet the other day from astrology Twitter or something like that. Maybe not astrology, but like psychic Twitter, which Twitter, something like that, where they were saying, you know, stop thinking about me because I keep having dreams about you that I don't want. And they were basically saying, if someone's thinking about you, you have a dream about them. And I would believe that the devil is thinking about me because he's like... (laughs) Like, is she on my side? At is least she like, not? Please, it's no. hard to tell. No, because the people I've had sex dreams about, it's like, I fucking, if they're thinking about me at all, like, uh, they need to be jailed. Like, I, I don't, I don't want it. <laughs> I'm fine with I, them thinking about me. The only way I think it, it might mean something is if you are like, so, like, okay, like, I have a friend. She recently broke up with this person, but she was in a relationship for a really long time and she was not having sex with her boyfriend. Like they stopped having sex for like six months before they broke up. Uh-huh. And she oh, would have yeah. she would have sex dreams about her ex like every night. And she's like, do you think it means anything? I'm like, obviously, yeah. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're not satisfied sexually. That's what it means. <laughs> y- yes, it means something. Why was she confused <laughs> about that? I think sometimes people have said like dreams are kind of sorting out what you're confused about during your day-to-day life or like they're sorting they could be sorting your thoughts throughout the day like I cannot stop having dreams about among us so you know that does matter to me and that does have a point however um (laughs) I know what you're saying because when I watch The Walking Dead I have like zombie dreams all the time yeah or when I was playing Minecraft I would dream in blocks oh I don't know why I keep coming to Minecraft today it's not really like something that's big to me anymore anymore. I just (laughs) maybe it's a sign you should get back on there oh Honestly, I did for a little bit in the beginning of quarantine just because that's kind of what quarantine oh, yeah. forces everyone to do. Yeah. But um, I feel like I just really loved it because of the community when I was younger because now I don't really want to talk to any of these people. <laughs> I'm like, I know who's playing Minecraft. I'm, I don't need this. But yeah, as far as your specific situation goes, if you like consciously don't want anything to do with this guy anymore, your dream does not mean you should revisit things with this guy. It definitely doesn't. It just happens sometimes. It could mean something. It could be random, but like just follow what conscious you want. It's possible you're just horny. I had sex dreams maybe every night for a month in quarantine because I, my vibrator broke and I just, I was was having trouble. (laughs) (laughs) yeah and that's fair whoever is in your dream it can just stay there (laughs) this is a question that we had for ellie which is a little bit more specific everybody misses you who was a schnit talk listener and they would like to know 
Do you have any exciting updates, any dating stories that you want to share? What's next if you want to talk about it? And maybe like if you have one main thing that you've wanted to tell your old listeners over the past month or like one big takeaway from this time, like, you know, what's up? What's going on with you? Yeah. So as far as first of all, I miss you guys. I miss you guys so much. Um, So much has happened over the last couple I guess it's only been like a month. Like it hasn't really been that long. It feels like mm-hmm. forever because it feels like a whole new world. I so much has happened. Like I've gone on dates. I've I've been ghosted by a man who t- who TikToks for a living. I've, oh God. We have new nicknames for them. <laughs> we have new nicknames. We have men. We have a guy. There was a guy. Listen, let me tell you this story because some of you saw it. <laughs> some of you didn't. I met a man and he went to high school with my roommate and you ever have those guys that they walk in and you're like, that is my type, everything about you, just chef's kiss. You were put on this planet to be obsessed over by me. Uh, like, So I asked him out, which you guys know I've never done before. I've never asked a person out in my life. Why would I do that? I don't have to. I asked him out. We went on a date. It was lovely. I told Michaela I was so excited about this guy. They went on a rooftop. Like, they just had a wonderful time. Like, stayed up talking for so long. It was deep. It was exactly what she was looking for. And also, it had been after a long time and a big life change. So, I think that also added to kind of your deep feelings about it. I was like, it's a whole new world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) See, I can date nice guys. And then. And and there were. (laughs) Here's the thing. There weren't red flags during that date and we were almost and you were like is that a red flag and it turned out it was a red flag that there weren't any red flags sometimes when a guy is too good to be true he's too good to be true psychopath too charming psychopath (laughs) and like he's still i still think he's a nice guy but i found out after Mm -hmm. the fact that he's the kind of guy i guess who sleeps with multiple different women every weekend and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Like, in a pandemic, <laughs> sir. Like, I, I didn't know. And I could I never would have known. He seemed like such a nice little Jewish boy. Like, he just seemed like a nice guy. And, uh-huh. and not that he's not, but, like, he's a slut, which is fine. <laughs> and that's our nickname for him now, the slut. The slut. <laughs> And like he's allowed to be bloody, but I really was just like, I cannot believe this is happening to me because I was trying really hard to not to pick someone consciously who broke out of a pattern that I'd been in, like consciously pick someone that I was like, I'm not going to have sex with you the first couple times we hang out. Um, You're nice. And like, I like talking to you. It's not Mm -hmm. a thing where we hate each other. And there's like a chemical thing. It really is like a nice, normal thing. And I still got Mm -hmm. fucked up. Like I I still, (laughs) still fucked up. I swear that's a thing though like the nice guys the super charming guys can very often be the worst and I think I maybe said that to you a little too soon like I was a little negative (laughs) (laughs) which honestly is kind of an issue of mine I think sometimes I actually I was talking about this to someone the other day I was saying like I think sometimes I project myself onto Ellie a little bit too much and like when she just needs me to be excited for her I'm like wait a minute like we should watch out for this and this and this and like I just need to be excited for her like I remember one time you were you were gonna hook up with a guy and I was like are you sober enough to make that decision and I think all you wanted was for this weekend okay well yeah I just wasn't sure if you wanted whatever but yeah it was last week and I was like are you sober enough to make out with him and I think all she wanted was for me to just be like oh that's so fun and I was like okay I need to stop doing that And I was like, yeah, I'm not fucked up. I'm, I'm going to have a one night stand and I'm excited about it. Can you just be excited? <laughs> oh, by the way, he just texted me asking me out the one night stand. What? Oh, 
Oh my gosh. Okay. I actually said this. I was like, because I was like, Ellie thought that that one guy was going to be like way more and it ended up being nothing. Maybe this guy she thought was nothing might end up being more. But I Ooh. only had sex with him because I was like, this is nothing. Does that this make sense? Moving. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't want a relationship with this man. He's fine. He's just very attractive. And and of course, he's the one who asks me. And he, he wants to see me again. It's never the guys that I like. What's that about? But isn't he moving? Yeah, he's, he's moving. So it doesn't matter. I don't know why he asked me out. It's so confusing. <laughs> I feel like that's just like a waste of time to go on dates with people who are like moving away. Like, what's the point? It's a waste of time to go on a date with me also because like I don't like you. Like, <laughs> he's a himbo. <laughs> he is kind himbo. of a himbo. Totally I don't think I've ever said that word out loud. I got called a himbo the first time the other day and it hurt. Oh, Matt, that's so mm-hmm. cute for you. Thank you. <laughs> himbo Matt. But yeah, that's basically, those are the things that have been happening. Like I've been dating a lot, um, which has been fun. And I have a lot of exciting new projects coming. I cannot, they're kind of top secret right now. I can't talk about them yet, but I have some things in the works that I think you guys are going to be really excited about. Um, and if there's one message that I that I had to give to y'all. It's vote, man. Make sure you're registered. Make sure you have a voting plan and let's get out there and do the damn thing. I never got to, my show ended before I was really able to get into like the voting shit and like the registering Mm -hmm. to vote, but it's very important and we we should do Mm -hmm. it. Go out and vote and vote for Joe Biden, not Donald Trump. Fuck Donald yeah. Trump. We hate Donald Trump. We can be very political on this podcast. We fucking hate Donald Trump. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. But yeah, actually, I got my ballot in the mail this week, and Exciting. I'm very excited. I obviously know who I'm voting for for president, but I need to look up the props or whatever mm-hmm. it's called a little yeah, bit more before yeah. I do all of that part. Well, we've been watching The Bachelor actually had like a lot of them playing on the ads when we were watching it, so I was really? like, yeah. actually watching ads. Yeah. But it's definitely a good idea to like look those up too because those can a lot of the times be huge for education or other yeah. things um that you definitely want to make sure you're voting for those as well oh my god Look there up. are so many positions that are like votable that i didn't know mm-hmm. like i didn't yeah. know that sheriff was votable i thought it was like a job that you apply for <laughs> like, <laughs> like here's my oh, resume yeah. <laughs> yeah i i didn't realize that either i thought like sheriff was just like you know, you're a police officer and then you get upgraded to sheriff yeah. or whatever, thought, like a normal promotion. Sheriff was like a hick term for a police officer. <laughs> yeah, just like everybody's a sheriff. Yeah. Just like in rural I towns. I was like, it's a cowboy thing. Like <laughs> for towns who haven't made it to like the 21st century yet. Like they still have yes. sheriffs. Yes. <laughs> We are going to play our game now. I think Ellie's going to love this game. Um, You know, we always say, like, she rates dogs. We sort of project and say what other people have done. But this game, we're holding ourselves accountable to the craziest things we've done. So, I'm excited. (laughs) Okay. So, this person took a photo of his dental records because he wouldn't tell me his last name. It was in his desk. Go off. Honestly, He's not telling you his last He's name. You need here. to know. Michaela like read this to me. Okay, sometimes it happens. Sometimes you don't get their first or their last name. That's not mm. that's not a big deal. Not starting like. a relationship <laughs> that way. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, that's not your real name. <laughs> wait, so your name isn't Jeff? <laughs> but yeah, no. Honestly, if someone wasn't telling me their last name, I well, first of all, I probably would go home with them. Like, I'd be like, that's sketchy. But I understand, like. Trying to figure that out and see if there's anything. I to didn't it. know the guy's name on Saturday. I didn't know it. He kept he calling, saying my name know during it. sex. I was like, "Yeah, you." Yeah. Like, <laughs> didn't know. Well, I, 
I feel like it's different because I don't know any of the boys I'm talking to's names. Um, but like, <laughs> what? I but I like nah. if I were to ask them, I would expect them to tell me their name. Right. Yeah. yeah she probably yeah, yeah. like just didn't ask his last name until later, and then he's like, she's like, okay, it's weird that he's not telling me. I'm gonna figure this out. Yeah. That made it sound like I was talking to a lot of people, but I'm not. No, he's so loyal good. to Mullet Man. Mullet Man, I'm loyal. Okay. So I'm going to say power move, I suppose. Totally, because he's being weird. Yeah, power move. This one I also really like. Checking his bank account statements to see how many drinks he was buying at the bar. She's going to catch him if he's buying drinks for girls. <laughs> she is going to make sure. But how does she know that he's not just buying drinks for the boys? For the pals? I don't know. The bros? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Like well, maybe like maybe he's cheap and like she knows that he wouldn't buy drinks for his friends. I and... There's too many variables. How do you know? It doesn't work for you. Yeah, you might yeah. just psych yourself out with that one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess it could go both ways because we don't know your relationship. But I do think that there could be just so many other reasons that there could yeah. be a drink. It's yeah. just not enough. So I'm going to say too much. You're too just going to hurt yourself. Too much. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, this one was found his address by zooming in on Snap Map, then looked up the value of his place. <laughs> Power move. I like that one. It's funny because at first it sounds like a normal submission where she was just like figuring out his address, but then we figure out it's actually about finding out what finding out what his you, home costs. And I think that's Zillow. important. <laughs> yeah, she like found his address and went on Zillow. <laughs> Okay, I guess, um, yeah, power move, power whatever, move. like. <laughs> power move for sure. Figure it out. Okay, uh, one more. Is that what we're thinking? Yeah. All right. Subscribing my ex to every possible newsletter ever. Not that that makes me psycho, <laughs> but it makes me laugh. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love that. I, I would absolutely do that. Like, just sign them up for really embarrassing things like Logan Paulers or, you know. <laughs> somebody, somebody got my email and signed me up for FaZe Clan emails. And I keep on subscribing and they keep re-signing <laughs> they keep me up for them. It's like a YouTuber, right? Yeah, I'm like, I don't give a fuck about FaZe bl- Banks. Like, <laughs> Stop emailing me. I think I was getting like Trump texts at one point oh, too, and like good. random stuff. So I don't know if people have been doing that to me, but maybe I think I got an Aaron Carter one at some time. I think it'd be like if your ex like really fucked you over. I think it's like the perfect thing to. Do. It's not too. I think it's a power move. It's, it's not just too much. Heavy enough. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And you're just inconveniencing them a lot. Yeah. Which is what they deserve. <laughs> Okay, well, that was fun. Um, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Ellie, thank you so much for coming. We're so thank lucky you for to have having you. Me. Anyway, next week we're going to be doing a horror stories, little Halloween type episode, I believe. So Ooh. if you have any dating horror stories, like just something really gross happened or something just terrible. So yeah, send those in. Email us at sheratesdogspod at gmail.com if you have any submissions or call us at 929-274-3261. Follow Ellie on Twitter or Instagram at Holly underscore. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. People were saying like, Holly, we need this. And I was like, who is Holly? Who the and then fuck I realized. Is Holly? I remember so someone... many people think that my name is Holly. And I'm like, can you I read? never thought that because it's like, not spelled Holly. It's Holly. It's clearly it's it's spelled Holly. Also, my name is Ellie. Like it's. so it's holy h-o-l-y which is how holy is spelled underscore schnitt and um yeah we're on she rates dogs pod our our names are in the bio so you can just click from there we love you thanks for coming all right bye. bye bye bye